Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sense Worth. I'm Ryan Fair. <clears throat> I apologize for not getting this out yesterday. Today is April Fools. April 1st. Lindsay just walked in. Goodbye. Um, and Lindsay's home. So the reason... It's, it was me, guys. It's not you. It was me. Okay? The, re- <laughs> the reason why I uh, couldn't get it done yesterday was, one, by the time the boys went to bed, I was just exhausted. So Lindsay went on a nice uh, girls' vacation, um, went out to California, uh, Palm Springs, for uh, four days. For four days. So... Um, late last week through the weekend, I was on daddy duty. And by the time last night rolled around, I was just too tired to sit down, go through anything. <clears throat> and at the same time, I was extremely disappointed in how Duke played and how they lost to Michigan State. So I was just not feeling it. I was tired. I wasn't feeling it. And so I apologize. It's late. I had a full day of work. Nolan had t-ball practice. And so here we are. Um, I don't have a lot of topics tonight. So we're going to just talk about uh, just a couple things. And, um, you know, if it's 20 minutes, it's 20 minutes. You know? Not overly concerned with it. And it's something for you guys to listen to. A couple things going on. Get my opinions out there on, on some things. It might be longer. Who knows? But we'll uh, we'll dive into it. So again, like I said, I was on daddy duty, um, and tried to make it as fun as I possibly can while managing two two kids, uh, a six and a two year old, two and a half year old. And um, so from Thursday to Sunday night, uh, it was it was daddy duty time, and so. What we did on Friday was um, Friday's usually the night that we'll let Nolan and Harrison stay up a little longer and you know get a movie or a show on Netflix or whatever they both want to watch and they'll watch an episode or two of it or a movie while um, you know we do something different for dinner. So we plan out dinners all week, but Friday's usually a day a night that we'll do if it's nice weather something on the grill or um, go out and get something or make something that they can do. So what I wanted to do on Friday was we like to, instead of ordering pizza, make a pizza. So went to Publix, got all the stuff of what the boys wanted. So Friday, Thursday was just, Thursday night was just a regular night. It was get the kids chicken nuggets. I think it was, I can't even remember what I gave them, but basically a, a normal dinner in our house for them. And I had food left over from the week, I think, is what I had. I can't remember either. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So Friday, <clears throat> uh, we made pizza. So it was pizza night and then pick something on Netflix to watch. And Nolan found something because it was like... It was called Gnome Alone instead of a play of words, instead of Home Alone. And during Christmas time, he 
found Home Alone and wanted to watch it 10, 10, 15, 20 times. So we rented it a few times because for some reason this year during the holidays, Home Alone, a staple, a Christmas staple movie, wasn't on any of the channels. So it was... That something that we had to rent all the time, which was fresh, annoying. I mean, by the time I rented it three or four times, I should have just bought the damn thing. But anyways, so he saw Gnome Alone, and it was this animated movie about a girl who moves into Frankenstein's old house, and these little monsters come out of this portal. I, it was a kid's movie. From from the quick description of what I just gave you, it doesn't sound like a kid's movie, but it's a kid's movie. Um so he he watched that. Harrison was kind of into it, not really. So Harrison goes to bed. But so that was our Friday. It was make pizza, um, movie, bed. Saturday, Nolan had a t-ball game, so we did that Saturday morning, uh, <clears throat> and then um, the rest of the day. Really nice day here in the Carolinas. On Saturday, it was mid-70s, sunny, just a really nice early spring weekend day. So we spent, oh, I mean, 90% of our day outside. And uh, my buddy Matt, who's been on the podcast a few times, and his son Cole came over. And so we we had the kids playing outside for the day, for the afternoon. We had some of the basketball games on, some golf. And some baseball, because now we're into baseball. Uh, Opening day was Thursday. Man, I could talk about that, I guess. My Yankees a little disappointing in their first series. One and two against Baltimore, who is shit. But apparently so are we, and we're now injury-prone. Hicks is out. Servino today. Anahar and Stanton also went on the DL. Uh, Ellsbury's still hurt, which I don't think the guy has been healthy in two-plus years. But... Struggling with injuries early. I'd rather be injured early than late in the year. So let's hope that this doesn't continue and that we get healthy and we're, we we uh, start playing a little better. But one and two to start the year against Baltimore. We had a game today against Detroit. Today it's Monday. So let's see, Monday, April 1st. Um, but yeah, so opening day for baseball. And, and, I'll, and I'll get back to that. But anyways, so baseball was on. Uh, Yankees are up 2-1. As I'm recording this at 8 o'clock Eastern, 2-1, bottom of the fifth, against Detroit. So we had that, and uh, we just did a good old-fashioned cookout. So uh, the boys had hot dogs. Uh, I switched it up a little bit. I went, uh, I made hamburgers, but I made them for the week. So I had hamburger last night and uh, for dinner. And then what I like to do is I don't I didn't put any cheese on them. I'll cut them up and put them in a salad, so it's like a hamburger salad. But then in my salads, I don't put any dressing on them. Weird like that, but I don't mind a dry salad. Um, so cut the hamburger meat up and everything. So I grilled those as well. But then I got uh, we had some stuff from Butcher Box. So if you've seen on my social media, I've, Lindsay and I order Butcher Box, and I like to show what what comes in the box because I don't I never know. She's handled all the orders, so I never really know what they're going to send us. So they gave us ribeyes. So I uh, put those in the skillet, and so that's what Matt and I had for dinner. Nice little steak dinner on a Saturday. Um, Enjoyed the basketball games. And with that weather, when the weather starts getting warmer, I tend to, and I don't know if anyone else is like this, but I tend to 
leave the craft brewing area and go into back into your lighter beers. So Corona light uh, was the choice this weekend because of how warm it was. Nice lime in there. Delightful. I like I like it to cate. It, Mexican beer um, usually is the go-to in the in the warmer months in the summer. So with it being in the 70s, sun's out. I had the Coronas going for a while. And then I switched it back up to the old uh, Copperhead, the old vodka, ginger ale, and lime um, to finish out the night. And it was fantastic. But a good night, a good day, fun times uh, with friends. And um, so we we were able to do that with the boys. And then uh, Sunday it was recoup day. So it was... Okay, I'm in the finish line of uh, being single parent this uh, today or this week, and uh, and I have a busy work week this week. I have a big um, every majority of the people on my team that work for me, as well as that support the client that our team supports from a sales side, operations, and then my side is delivery services uh they're all coming into town so after today basically i'm in meetings all the way through thursday um so again it was good that i was going to get this out but you know i i had a busy i have a busy week coming up right so by sunday morning it was all right let's time let's relax let's get through the day let's um just uh do what we can because mom is on her way home um and the hope was that she would be home in time to to see them. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. She got home around 8.30 on Sunday night. The boys were both exhausted from the weekend, which was a success for me, right? Like, you, the last day, what you want to do is get them through, and then by the time it's bedtime, everyone crashes. So last night, Sunday night, they were both dead asleep by the time Lindsay got home, uh, which was a success. The house was clean, another success. Um, so overall a good weekend, not, not bad being on daddy duty. You know, someone was asking me at work, like, Oh, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to be able to do the, take them out and do this at this point in time where sometimes it can, it can be hard because with the two boys, they're all over the place, right? Like at Nolan's t-ball game. No one's playing, but Harrison wants to run around the field and everything. And I want to try and watch the game, and but Harrison doesn't want to watch the game. So, like, when you try and take them somewhere, like a putt-putt or, um, like, a bounce house or anything like that, like, one or the other is not going to want to be involved in it. And and so it, it was, all right, it's nice out. Let's just hang out in the backyard. We have a nice, beautiful backyard fenced in. And we did everything. We played baseball. I, I brought... Uh, uh, my chipping mats and nets out yesterday, so we were hitting the golf balls. Harrison was hitting baseballs off the tee. Nolan was hitting golf balls, the practice ones into the woods, and then going in the woods, just doing th- boy things, right? So um, I cleaned off the screened-in porch, so they had lunch and dinner out there because the weather was nice enough. So I just, as much as I would want to go and, and do things right now with their age, it's it's kind of hard because it would have been it would have been really nice on Saturday. Hey, let's go putt putt. But I know Harrison wouldn't trying to corral him. Uh, it would have been tough, and no one would have been like, "No, I want to play." And I'd be like, "I can't," you know, whatever. So the plan was keep him at home 
uh, and just have people come over and, and then, you know, on Sunday, relax, hang out outside, do whatever. And that, that's what it was a success. Daddy duty in the books. Mom had a successful trip to California, had a great time. All double thumbs up for, for how everything went. So we're going all the way back, back to Thursday, baseball, man. Opening day, we've we've tried to talk about baseball on every single podcast, and I realized two episodes ago I forgot, and I went through my entire bracket instead and never mentioned baseball. But baseball is in full swing now. Opening day was Thursday. Yankees played. They won one and zero, and now, like I said, one and two. But baseball's back. Excited about it again. The whole spring training and leading up to all this. This is the time of year that I really, really enjoy. It gets the juices flowing again. You're getting out of the cold weather. You're getting into longer days. Like right now it's 8.15, and I can still see that it's still, it's dark, but it's not pitch black outside anymore. Like a couple weeks, a month or two ago, it'd be pitch black outside at this time at night, and, and it isn't now, and so it's it's... Just a overall, the spirits are higher, and um, baseball, it's on. And actually, you know what? Where's the? Hold on one second. I mean, it's eight o'clock here on a Monday. Monday night baseball's on. I'm just gonna turn it on and put it on mute. But um, you know, so baseball's back and. I'm excited about it, and I'm looking forward to another good season, hopefully for the Yankees. And for whatever team you might cheer for, I wish them the best of luck, unless it's the Red Sox, because the Red Sox can eat shit. Uh, <clears throat> and so that's what I'm I'm looking forward to. And then going in, in the, uh, the TV just came on, and it's the Golf Channel, but going into the following week so next week what i will do is for the podcast it is um i will go and maybe do something around golf because we have the masters coming up um and it'll be the start of the masters week so maybe i'll do something next week around golf planning a golf trip um uh, because i have a golf trip coming up that i plan it's the third year now that i've planned a spring golf trip with my buddies it's 12 of us going and uh i get real detailed into it and i do a player pack all this stuff so i think i might do that next week in honor of the masters uh which i think will be cool a little different than what i i normally been doing which has been basically like updates of things going on in the sports world or in my life or whatnot next week i think i'll do something around golf so we have baseball which is good because it takes my mind off of what happened yesterday in college basketball. So the final four is set. And if you have the final four, fantastic. I think that's great. Good job. If you go back two episodes, you'll know that of the final four, I have one team out of the four, Virginia. And Virginia, I had losing to North Carolina. Well, North Carolina is not in it. It's Auburn now. So basically... My bracket's done, but what's hilarious is that I'm in a group, and there's 13 of us. 
every single person had either North Carolina or Duke winning it all. So everyone's bracket right now at this point in time is messed up, and it's really just dependent on who did they have in the championship game and did they have anybody advancing past the Final Four into the final that wasn't Duke or Carolina. Um, I didn't. So again, like I said, it was Virginia that I had playing North Carolina, North Carolina moving on from them. And then I had, on the other side of the bracket, Duke versus Michigan. Well, that didn't happen either. You got Texas Tech and Michigan State. So um, let's just take a quick shot at that and see what we got here. So Texas Tech, Michigan State. A lot of people, I think, forget. Maybe they don't. I mean, I'm making an assumption there. Um, I think Texas Tech's a little underrated for the fact that they won, if I'm not mistaken, they won the regular season Big 12 the first time in, shit, it feels like 30 years since Kansas didn't win it, but I think it's like 14 or something like that. But um, Texas Tech won the Big 12 regular season, and then Iowa State won the Big 12 conference championship tournament. So, I mean, Texas Tech is a legit team. The Big 12, it is a legit basketball conference year in, year out. Um, and so you got Texas Tech, a regular season conference champion. And then you have Michigan State, a regular season, regular season and conference. Did they do both or did Michigan get the regular season and Michigan State at the conference championship. I'm not sure how the Big Ten worked itself out, but regardless, you have a top team like Michigan State. Tom Izzo's team does this every single year. They they lull you to sleep. They're very highly ranked in the beginning of the year. They lull you to sleep a little bit in the beginning of the year. They'll lose a game here or there. Like this year, they lost two games to Indiana, who was trash. And... Um, and then all of a sudden, tournament time comes around, and they're they just find themselves in Final Fours or Elite Eights every year, every damn year. Just Tom Izzo's got that team that just does it. They grind themselves through games and and get themselves there, and that's what they did. They they beat Duke. They beat a, a team that Duke really just didn't play well yesterday. I mean, it was too many turnovers. It wasn't. It just was not a a good game from them and credit to Michigan State that even when they weren't playing well they still found a way to win and so they're there the other side of the bracket Virginia overcame their demons from last year losing to a 16 seed in the beginning of the tournament this year they've worked themselves all the way to the championship game and in the regular season of basketball they only had two losses both against Duke so Virginia's a legit team. Uh, and then you have Auburn. And this is what I was telling. Uh, so at, when Matt came over on Saturday and I was telling uh, some of my other friends too that we were just talking about the Final Four and everything, was Auburn. Because they're a five seed, I think <clears throat> they were really flying under the radar. But when you go back to the beginning of the season, they were a preseason top ten team. So that team is legit. That is a that is a really good team that Bruce Pearl has. 
And again, they kind of underwhelmed in the middle of the year, but they are playing really good basketball at the right time, and they're beating really good teams. But as a five seed, in the beginning of the year, top ten, they could have been a two seed. They could have been a one seed. They they fell all the way down to five, and they, they found that rhythm again. And so I'm looking at the finals here, Texas Tech, Michigan State, Virginia, Auburn. My new prediction would be, I think it's going to be Michigan State versus Virginia, and I think Virginia is going to win the national championship this year. Do I want them to? I don't want any of them to win. I'd rather – I don't even know if I'm going to watch the games. I mean, I'm just that depressed about how the season ended for Duke. Um, just uh, underwhelm. Just underwhelming. Just not – just not good. But if I do watch the games, my prediction is that Michigan State versus Virginia in the final, Virginia wins it all. And to be honest with you, I don't give a shit really who wins it. But – Congratulations to whoever team does and whoever fan base gets a national championship. And if you are a part of one of those fan bases, I wish you the best of luck this coming weekend. And um, yeah, because the games are on Saturday and then what national championship is next Monday. So wish you the best of luck if you are a Texas Tech, Virginia, Michigan State, or Auburn fan. If you're not, you're probably in the same boat as I am, and don't give two shits. And I was so ready. I was so ready because Saturday Carolina lost. I was so ready. I was waiting. I was just sitting there stirring around going, I can't wait. Can't wait because all the Carolina fans just disappear. When it comes to Carolina losing, they just disappear on social media and your text messages and everything. They just kind of go away and you never hear from them but leading up to games or after they win big games they're everywhere talking about how they're the greatest team in the world and i was just waiting and i was like yes this is gonna be great we're gonna win we're gonna beat michigan state we're gonna be in the final four we're gonna have our day and then it happened and i'm glad i didn't say a damn thing I'm glad i didn't say a thing to any of my friends i'm saying it now of what i wanted to say but I didn't say anything to my friends. Didn't say anything on social media. I just was waiting because I, I just wanted it to happen. And it didn't. We lost in the same damn round they did. Can't say anything. I, I had them in the fucking final. They were going to play each other. It was going to be the greatest thing ever, and we were going to win it. We were going to win the national championship over the Carolina Tar Heels, and it would have been glorious. And we both lose in the Elite Eight. Back-to-back days. That's basically how I felt yesterday after the game. Just Like, multiple times I said in the text message chain to my buddy, fuck this shit. And that's how I felt. That's what it was yesterday. It was a depressing way to end the weekend and the night, but I mean, I was real <laughs> after Carolina loss. I was like, yes, here it is. We're going to win. Nope. Very anticlimactic uh, from this side of the house for that. So that's the final four. Uh, I hope you all enjoy it. I will watch if I can, if I feel up to it. I don't know. We'll see. See what I got going on. Uh, I definitely not watching the one game. The game starts at nine o'clock at night. And yeah, I'm a loser. I go to bed. I'm sorry. 
I'll be tired probably by the end of the week. Uh, fun thing, though, coming up, speaking of basketball, another underwhelming team, uh, the Charlotte Hornets. But I will be going to a Hornets game. First time I've been to a Hornets game since they were the, since they were the Bobcats. And before that, I'd only been to one other game, and it was when they were originally the Hornets in the old Coliseum. So I've only been to two NBA games here in Charlotte. This will be my third bringing Nolan, so it's me and Nolan. We're going to a Hornets game. He's more excited, I think, for the other team because they are a dinosaur. We're seeing them play the Toronto Raptors. So he, but I had I had to remind him, like, no, our team's the Hornets. So we're going to root for the Hornets. But um, yes, yeah, so we're doing that this week. It's his first basketball game, um, and again, like I've mentioned, it is only my third or so NBA game. And let's see where we're we're at right now for the Hornets. Hornets are still in it, by the way. They are. Three games back, but they have not been eliminated yet. They are close to potentially getting eliminated. But maybe Friday's game means something. Toronto's already clinched, number two in the East. Um, But Charlotte right now is sitting in 10th. Top eight teams make it. Charlotte Hornets in 10th. 21.5 games back of Milwaukee, but... There are they are three games back of Miami, who holds the eighth seed right now. So a long shot for them to make it in, but hopefully Friday's game when we, me and Nolan go and see it, it means something, and maybe they won't underwhelm like my Duke Blue Devils did um, to end the season. But um, yeah, so we have that going on. I'm just pulling back up my notes here. <laughs> oh, we're gonna finish on okay. Um, so he's excited about it. It's through his school, so the school gets some money back for fundraising or something. I don't know how that all works. I leave that up to my wife. Uh, but we bought it through the school code and all that junk, so uh, should be fun. And uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll give an update on that next week before I get into the the golf and everything and um, my prediction for the final of the basketball because again it might not be Michigan State for, for versus Virginia. If it is then you already know and I'm not going to give another prediction cuz I've already predicted it. Uh let's talk about and I'll finish up with this is I mentioned earlier that Nolan had T-ball on Saturday. I'm oh, sorry. It's my drink hitting my my boom. Uh um so Nolan T-ball on Saturday and uh he has practice on Monday night. So we had practice tonight. <clears throat> and it got me thinking about, you know, topics of stuff I wanted to talk about. And and one of the things that um, I've shied away from the last couple of years of him playing has been being the coach. And I started thinking about, you know, why am I, why do I do that? Well, there's a couple of reasons why. One, my work schedule does get in the way every once in a while to where I have to travel and I can't make practice and I don't want to commit to being one of the coaches. I don't mind being an assistant and helping, which I've done in the past, but I don't want to be the main coach because I don't want to commit to something that I personally or professionally just can't commit to. Um, Practices are at 530 at night. I mean, sometimes it's just hard to get to with work and travel. So I've kind of gotten into this mode now to where him and I will practice at home And if you don't know my background, I played collegiate baseball. So I have a 
really good understanding. I'm not patting myself on the back on that one, but I have a really good understanding of obviously how to play baseball, how to play the sport, uh, you know, um, and I've been around it my entire life. My dad was one of my coaches for a long time up until basically middle school. Um, so I, I had that as well. So I had that, the, the father always as the assistant or the head coach, which isn't a bad thing by any means. But what I wanted, what I'm trying to get out of it, I guess, is making sure that my kids can listen to other coaches coach them um, and that they're not always reliant on only listening to me or being able to only be coached by me because I see that with some other kids that I've I, over the last couple of years has been basically they will only listen to their parent or they will only listen to other coaches not their parent who is the main coach or the assistant coach or whatever it is so i want to make sure that nolan and i'll do do the same thing with harrison make sure that they are able to be coached by other parents and other coaches that aren't myself and then in the meantime if i needed to be an assistant i can certainly do that or if i just need to practice with them in the backyard and make sure that they are getting the fundamentals that they need and the proper and I don't want to say the proper coaching, but because the coaches are doing a fine enough job. But if I see if there's anything that they that I want them to change that I know is the right way of doing it, because again, I played collegiately. Uh, that's what I'll I'll do. Um, and so Nolan was starting to wrap his bat around his head the other day, and nobody was correcting him on the coaching staff. So after practice and the game, I, you know, we went in the backyard like the next day or something and he was starting to do it again. I was like, Nope, see, that's what you were doing. I'm like, you think because it's a kid, right? You think, you know, I can generate more power if, if I have this longer swing, but I, you know, once we're starting to get to coach pitch or, you know, machine pitch, like you're not going to be able to hit the ball. It's too long of a swing. You got to be more compact. Da, 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 da. Like, all this stuff that just, I started working with him on as well as some mechanics from a throwing perspective and getting the bat, all these things, right. Um, that they weren't correcting because I think at this point in time, I think a lot of the coaches are just one, their kids have never played. I know for a fact that this year there was only one or two kids on the team that they've played before. Nobody else has played. And I think some of the coaches, the dads had never coached either. So I'm, I'm watching it patiently, but at the same time, I'm stepping in when I need to, to make sure that not to be like the overbearing parent, but like he makes sure that he's getting the proper coaching that he needs to continue to improve because one thing that I have noticed is when the kids aren't improving and the kids aren't, aren't seeing improvement in themselves is when they start to shut down. And I saw it tonight in practice where there was this one kid and he was complaining constantly because he wasn't able to field any of the ground balls. I, it it was constant. I can't field it. Look, it hit me again. And he's yelling at his mom and his mom's trying to stay patient on the sidelines and, and telling him that he needs to, listen to the coaches and everything. And basically what should have happened tonight with him was he probably should have just been taken off the field. And, but again, the coaches weren't paying attention to him. 
He didn't want to be there. His mom's trying to talk to him off the field, but there's no real like coaching happening there. And he started because he wasn't seeing improvement. He just started checking himself out. And that's when you're at that age, like these kids need, they want to start seeing improvement. And when you don't see improvement, you start basically just shutting it off and you're starting to see that now. So I want to make sure that Nolan's staying engaged with that and, and seeing the improvement because his personality, he's just harder on himself um, than other kids. I think his age to where, you know, he does get frustrated with when he doesn't, you know, I'm using air quotes, master something right away. So, you know, really trying to teach him a lot about the practice and why we practice things. And that's how you get better. And don't expect to be great at something right away because that's not how that works. And for some, they get it sooner than others. But for for others, you have to work a little harder for it. And the practice gets there. And we've been working on his hitting and and his throwing and his fielding. and And I'm seeing those improvements and he's seeing those improvements. And so he's staying engaged in it and there's no forcefulness, right? So like today in the practice, the kid yelling at his mom, you're making me come here. I don't want to be here. So I'm like, oh man, like this kid already now has a negative feeling towards the sport. And we dealt with this with Nolan a while ago. He had that with soccer. He just did not want to be at soccer. We, we tried to do soccer with him and he cried. I don't want to be here. And we just, we said, you know what, let's cut our losses. We tried, let's just get him to do things that he does enjoy. And right now that's swimming in baseball. So that's what we're trying to do. Now I'm not saying you should, you should just let your kid dictate what, you know, they want to do, but at the same time, if the kid's not happy and causing a scene and being rude and disrespectful and and then ruining practice or games for the other kids, then maybe it's time to look and and say maybe this isn't the right fit for my kid and find something else that's you know gonna better suit them. But um, all that said. I was just thinking about, you know, coaching your kid versus letting others coach. And I'd love to know your thoughts for anyone listening. Uh, I'm sure I'll get some opinions from some of you, which is uh, what I'm looking for on this particular topic. Um, As well as when you see something like that, like I saw tonight, where the kid was being very disrespectful towards his parent and then causing issues with other people kids and we and I saw him throw dirt into another kid's face now the other kid's mom saw it as well and was able to take action on it but like what are your thoughts on disciplining another kid because at this point in time the the other mother had gotten so fed up with the kid she had walked away and had left practice to probably cool down because I think she was close to removing him from practice and then just just walked away for a little bit and that was when the kid threw the dirt in the other kid's face um my initial reaction was to discipline the kid because none of the coaches were. And again, that's the other thing. Like when you, when you're a coach and you're seeing that the kid isn't, isn't behaving and and acting properly, I feel like you need to step in and take action there on your own and shouldn't wait for the parent to discipline the kid because the parent, I expect the coach, if my son's not paying attention or if my son's not, uh, behaving, 
I fully expect the coach to manage that and not just let that happen because now the kid is ruining the practice of the game. And that was what was kind of happening. And all the other parents around us were kind of seeing it. And it's like, all right. And, like, and the mom's like right up against the fence yelling at the kid. And then she just walks away. And then that's when the kid acts out even more. It's like either the coach needs to take action or the mom should have because now the other parent has to take action and discipline the kid. And that's not fair to that other parent. Um, so I, lo- I want to know your opinion on that. Um, as a coach, do you do you feel that it is your right to discipline the kids? Or do you feel like the parents should discipline them? And that's where we're going to leave it at. I'm going to cut it short here. Well, I'm not sure. I went 36 minutes. I thought it was only going to be 20 minutes. Uh, that's what I have for you tonight. Uh, love to know your thoughts on some of that stuff. Your final four picks, how'd that go for you? Your brackets. Um, and then uh, coaching your kid versus not coaching your kid and disciplining kids and or letting the parents discipline them. Um, as always, like, subscribe, share, do whatever. I don't really care. Just keep listening.